0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 93 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, studying Exodus section, uh, chapters 7-13 to 13 in the week of March the 28th to April the 3rd. And today uh, we're going into Exodus 8. And this begins really um, looking at the um, a cycle of um, Moses and Aaron being commanded to send a certain plague, the plague happening, and seeing Pharaoh's response. And over time, Pharaoh's response changing ever so slightly. Um, yesterday, we looked at the, um, the turning of the River Nile to blood, and now uh, we see frogs coming upon the land. Now... Uh, it could be uh, discussed that uh, the frogs um, being multiplied in the land is a result of all the waterways being c- contaminated. Uh, but now we have these frogs and there is th- th- this is something which um, happens and the magicians are able to replicate this um, plague as well. In verse 7 it says... Um, And the magicians did so with their enchantments and brought up frogs unto the land of Egypt. Now, at this stage, I find it interesting that the magicians decided to show the power of Egypt uh, by also multiplying these frogs. But then in the same or in the next verse, Pharaoh calls for Moses and Aaron and says, Entreat the Lord that he may take away the frogs from me and from my people, and I will let the people go that they may do sacrifice unto the Lord. Um so this is interesting that they don't decide to try and remove the frogs as a demonstration of uh, Egypt's power, but actually they compound the problem by multiplying frogs as well. Um, I just um, I wonder what is the uh, the rationale really behind multiplying the frogs as well and making the problem worse uh, when clearly it's something which uh, they are they want to try and remove. But um, Pharaoh suggests, offers uh, to let Israel go and sacrifice to the Lord. Uh, He says they can do it tomorrow. Uh, The frogs uh, will depart from the houses. Um, The Lord does this. The frogs died out of the houses. In verse 14, it says, and they gathered them together upon heaps and the land stank, which indicates, um, you know, the, I suppose, a consequence of not having listened the first time that Now the frogs have been dealt with, but they are um, kind of left to just kind of leave this mark on the land, this smell. But then Pharaoh uh, sees that there's respite um, and he changes his heart again. Uh, And again, notice it says he hardened his heart and hearkened not unto them. So it indicates here that it was was Pharaoh that hardens his heart. Uh, Just like those people who don't really go through a proper change of heart. Um, he goes back to his previous ways and so the, the Lord decides to send the third plague which of course is lice. Um, was this lice uh, a result of the land sinking and the, and the mounds of frogs? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but again uh, in verse 18 the, the magicians tried to uh, bring forth lice uh, as Moses and Aaron were able to and um, But they could not, so there were lice upon man and upon beast. Notice that in the footnotes, um, it indicates that they were also trying to get rid of the lice, uh, but they couldn't. And in verse nineteen, the um, magicians—this is the first moment that we sense or see uh, the Egyptian people uh, recognizing um, that there is something bigger at play here. And in verse 19, it says, the magician said unto Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. And Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he hearkened not unto them, as the Lord had said. Um, so even with his magicians telling him, look, this is something that is beyond us. It's, it is the finger of God. Um, Pharaoh does not listen. Um, so they, they, they are not listened to again for the third time. Uh, And so the Lord uh, tells Moses to go to Pharaoh uh, whilst he's on his way to um, the water again. Uh, And this is a a, a common phrase here that Moses will go to Pharaoh whilst he's on his way to worship uh, at the River Nile. And then again, he, he says to let the people go. And if not, he'll send swarms of flies. Now, notice that you know, this is the fourth plague we're at now, uh, and you'd think the Pharaoh would start to listen, but he doesn't. Um, but also notice that the Lord is, before every plague, he is sending a warning to Pharaoh, a clear warning to do something, and Pharaoh is re- rejecting it. And so, you know, you, you could argue, or some may argue, that the Lord is being very harsh with these plagues and how it's impacting the people of Egypt, but Pharaoh is choosing to ignore repeatedly, despite all the evidences that he has seen. And again, uh, we can look at Pharaoh and, um, you know, look down on him for his hard heartedness. And to be fair, you know, he is probably an extreme example of hard heartedness. Um, but, you know, many of us, all of us at times in our lives will be will go through this process of being hard hearted with, with when we see or with certain things and are we willing to let soften our hearts and let the spirit into our hearts and and change um according to the lord and be submissive to his will um it is something again that we need to reflect on and notice in this at this time with the flies that there is a specific mention that there will be no swarms of flies in the land of Goshen where the Israelites live in verse 23, it says, and I will put a division between my people and thy people. Tomorrow shall this sign be. Now, I don't know if this means that up to this point with the um, the blood, the frogs and the lice that the Israelite people were impacted. And now uh, with the flies, there starts to be a division. Perhaps, and we don't know the full context of the story. Perhaps they have started to see uh, the impact of the Lord and they have started to change and, and worship him more. Because don't forget, it's been hundreds of years that they've been in Egypt and there will be probably a decline in their worship of the Lord God of Israel, Um, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. They they will probably have started to take on some of the idols and the false gods of Egypt. But perhaps at this point, and we don't have the context, but maybe the majority or the, the group of Israelites now are starting to worship the Lord. And that's why they are starting to not have certain signs come to them, but that it comes on to the Egyptians. Um, possibly, we we can only um, you know presume from what we see in the text here. But the Lord protects His people, and it may well be that uh, we have difficulties in our lives. Um, those will happen to everyone, but the Lord will protect us when He is when it is the right thing for us to be protected. Um, so Pharaoh. Again, uh, with the flies, says you can go to sacrifice. Um, And then Moses says, no, because we don't want to do it here. Uh, We want to go into the wilderness to sacrifice. Pharaoh seems to imply that he wants them to worship the Lord, but he doesn't want them to go anywhere. But Moses says that isn't what he's asking for. Um, So Pharaoh agrees, swarm of flies depart, and yes, you guessed it again, Pharaoh hardens his heart. Um, so this is obviously becoming a very uh, familiar pattern that happens here. Um, so I think we'll stop there because we are reaching up to the ninth minute uh, and I don't want to go over our usual time. But as we go into the next chapter of chapter nine, we'll see three more plagues, uh, which start to um, impact a lot more on the livelihood. The last three were really mentioned as more annoyances. um And I guess the kind of groups in threes, Um, the frogs, the lice and the flies, there was no mention of, you know, actual destruction or or, uh, an impact on the Egyptian economy or infrastructure. But in verse, in chapter nine, tomorrow we'll look at three more and these start to do start to have an impact on not just the annoyance on the daily life of the Egyptians, but actually uh, a real um, impact on their day to day living. So we'll have a look at that uh, tomorrow. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.